Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. For the live wire with Fitty. Live wire connect. Live on the team connect. Get respect for their realness. I know, I know you they feel this. this. My favorite part about the holiday radio season is the hosts take off and the peasant board ops get a little bit more airtime. So I'm looking forward <laughs> to y'all taking about what three weeks in December away, and we'll just three have mid afternoons with uh, with Fitty. Um, so that's that's on the horizon. But uh, we got a lot of Panther sound we're going to go through right here. We were talking earlier in the one o'clock hour about Frank Reich saving his job. Well, he was asked yesterday if his job security is a distraction to the to the team. No, I just focused on getting ready for Tennessee. Um, focused on today, getting into that film, uh, learn from it, learn how we can coach it better, play it better, then quickly get your ears, uh, your eyes and ears and everything out towards your next opponent. Uh, we talk about it in there all the time. This is a week-to-week league, and uh, we all know what we sign up for when we get in this business. So I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'm comfortable with that. Just keep working, put put your head down, and focus on your work. Um, so I don't think that's not a distraction. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing is, is we got the report over the weekend from Jay Glazer that he his seat is the hottest on the uh, right now in the NFL. There was another report that he has talked openly with his assistant that he might not be here next year. These players know it, and I don't think they've necessarily quit on him just yet. But if they continue to lose at some point, they're going to lay down and start getting blown out like you saw at the end of the Ron Rivera era. You think that's true, Wes? Uh, I'm not. I don't think so because I think NFL, obviously, they're playing for checks. They're playing for their next team. But you might get a little bit to where when games get out of hand, guys do, you know, they might not give quite as much effort as they would or guys trying to protect themselves from injuries and things of the like. But it's interesting that he's already talking openly with assistants like that. I think that he knows what's going down. And I think at this point we all kind of know, too. Well, yeah, there's a couple things there. One, you kind of made sure you snuck in with the Ron Rivera diss at the end. What I'll say is I did not get that impression at all at the end of the Ron Rivera era because those players still fought very hard for Ron. But that was what was so different about the the David Tepper coming in and saying, yeah, we need to change the culture. Those players, they were very vocal about not wanting Ron Rivera to go. They had a really close relationship with their head coach. And he's gone and... The culture hadn't been any worse, right? Like, it's been as worse as it's ever been. Um, so it doesn't matter if you have Matt Rule there. Frank Wright comes in and it isn't fixed. That becomes a real problem. Here's what I'm concerned about. If Frank Reich is gone, and we all think he will be at some point, we spent this entire past offseason, you know, hearing from former players, current players. Man, there's just a different feel. Everything feels professional now. Everything feels like... You know, everything is pointing up. The trajectory is going in the right direction. What are they going to say next offseason? To, to, no, no, this is different. This this really feels different. Yeah, they just should say nothing. I hate it. I'm telling you, it feels different. 
<laughs> How are you going to sell it this time? Because you guys are worse than you were last year. The only thing pointing up is Bryce's head towards the skies. He's getting ready to get off the ground. That really is it, man. I hope that they have the right kind of messaging for us to <laughs> adhere to. Yo, it's really different, all right? Yeah, it really is. It really is. <laughs> what you got for us, Vince? Speaking of Bryce Young, the Panthers are 1-9. and nine. They're not mathematically eliminated from the playoffs just yet, but we know this team isn't going to the NFL postseason, and a lot of people think that with the offensive line struggles, they should sit Bryce and let Andy Dalton play, oh, and Frank spoke about that yesterday afternoon. Yeah, no consideration to that. You know, looking back on this tape, um, you know, he did a lot of good things. You know, it's important for him and for us. He's our leader. He's our leader on offense, and he's going he's gonna to help us get to where we want to go. The thing is, is I thought Sunday when the game got to 30-10, to 10, he should have been taken out of the game. And so I don't think you start sitting him, but if you get to situations where you're down three to four scores in the second half, what is the benefit of playing him knowing he's going to get hit over and over and over again? Because it's football, okay? He signed up. He gets the obvious reasons, the paycheck, and all that good stuff, man. But you got to play. I mean, he's not the first rookie quarterback that's ever took whippings uh, each week from defenses because his offensive line wasn't good enough. That's almost a rite of passage when you're a high draft pick as you have to deal with not having the adequate resources around you and what all comes with that. Now, will they improve those things around him? Hopefully we shall see, but I just don't think you take a guy out. And obviously the offensive line knows they're not playing well, but it sends a, a, a bad message to me that, look, we've lost all belief in you guys because we're going to put somebody else in because you're incapable of protecting our quarterback, which is the case. Yeah, I mean, they would be saying the truth. Yeah, this is the case. But I just think he needs to play, man. There's always lessons to be learned through adversity. He's a football player. Play football. You know, that, and that's what it ultimately comes down to from a lot of the former football players. I did not play football, so <laughs> I did not adhere to that wholeheartedly. I do think there are benefits to not throwing Bryce Young out there in an offense that doesn't look like and I see benefits, offense. too. I, I know there's protection to be had. Well, and, and so for me, you're right, Wes. It, he's not the first QB to undergo anything like this. To me, that almost enhances the point of saying maybe you don't play him because other quarterbacks just might have been absolutely ruined by putting by continued to be putting out there in a uh, in a bad situation where what you're running doesn't look like any semblance of a regular NFL offense. And so if, as you joke, the only thing that is looking up is Bryce Young when he gets put on the ground, are you learning a lot from having one and a half seconds of Micah Parsons giving you time before he beats Bradley Bozeman and you just have to melt to the ground because your guys can't get open? It, there's just no way for you to be able to get open. If that happens too frequently, what was the number where there were like 23 sacks plus hits plus pressures in this game for Bryce Young that he experienced? That 23 snaps where he had to endure some type of pressure, I you're just constantly running for your life. Or you don't succeed. And you don't successfully escape. And then you just go to the ground. This is why I can understand why this idea is out there. So I... If you if you take him out at the end of this game in Dallas, right, where the offensive line just continues to allow pressure after pressure, then I don't know how much of a difference I see from, you know, the games that are going to come as the season goes on. If Tennessee is getting pressure a lot, 
in the first quarter, then wait, does the argument change so much if there's three quarters left to be played? I this is why I understand that argument. And it's a tough situation to be in. I'm not oh, I'm very fence sitting right now. I don't know where I fall, but I do understand both sides of it. Yeah, he's currently the third most sacked quarterback in the NFL behind Sam Howell's fifty one and thirty eight sacks from Zach Wilson. He's taken. It's bad. What else you got, Fitty? Wes referenced earlier, yesterday we had Joel Klatt, the uh, Fox College Football Analyst, and the guy with the best hair in college football TV. He joined the show yesterday, and we asked him about his evaluation of Bryce Young and if he's concerned about him after a struggling rookie season. Well, you know, I'm not surprised. Taking this jump to a team that, let's face it, it's not like Carolina was in a win-now proposition, at least not not in my estimation. That's a build, you know, and they're trying to build something for the future. Um, Bryce, to me, was a guy that processed information about as well as anybody that I had evaluated. He was accurate with the football, and to a certain degree, he was the reason why Alabama was able to play at such a high level last year because they did not play great at wide receiver. They weren't really what they had been on the defensive or even offensive line. And, and he drugged them kind of to the finish line. I have an immense amount of respect for that. I think that he is a terrific, accurate passer. What he's going to continue to need to learn to do, though, is, is utilize the entirety of the offense. The interception he threw yesterday, uh, the, the pick six, what was it, Brand took him for a pick six. He's got the tight end on the over route. He just needs to come to number two. And, and those are things that he will learn. And, and that development will take place. I, I have belief that Bryce Young is going to be a quality player. I guess the question is, is how long is it going to take him to become that quality player? Like, do we think if they give him adequate protection next year and they get someone outside of the slot guy that Adam Thielen is, someone to throw the football to, hmm. the Bryce that we saw drug Alabama to a national title game, to a Sugar Bowl, that guy will reappear immediately? Uh, I think that there's not a lot of things that I feel like are sure bets. I think that Bryce Young next season will be better if they put the requisite pieces, if they upgrade around him. And it doesn't have to be all done in one offseason, but if they especially start to fix the offensive line where it is at least 50% better than what it is right now, and then add another receiver on the other side that can do anything besides have 230-plus yards right now, dropping subs right now. But uh, I think if they do that, I think Bryce Young will have a much better sophomore campaign. Wes, I've never seen anything like it where the offensive line, the pass blocking grades, watching the film from yesterday, going back in second take Tuesday, there's zero protection for him. Taylor Moten was the only one consistent against Dallas and everybody else when it came to pass blocking allowed pressure after pressure after sack after hit. And it's a lot of it is coming from the interior. Austin Corbett coming back. That was the one shot. That was the one hope you had that Corbett, after playing pretty well last year, could come back in after an ACL tear and pick up right where he left off. Well, he's got rust and then some. Actually got banged up in this game. Did come back and finish the game out. But Austin Corbett has not been playing well. Bradley Bozeman, pass protection, has not been playing well. We know what it is with Zavala at this point. I... It, yeah, I, I mean, as, as much as I hate piling on the guy, it's probably the worst guard I've ever seen. Yeah. I, I hate to say that. I don't want to pile. I don't I don't get my jollies off of saying Chandler Zavala is the best, is the worst guard I've ever seen. Your what? My jollies. That's not what I'd get. <laughs> but it's true. Yeah. 
I mean, he gets beat all the time. What is Bryce supposed to do? If Chandler Zavala does not allow pressure, then Austin Corbett, Calvin Throckmorton, Cade Mays, Bradley Bozeman, somebody else is. The the chances of all of those offensive linemen allowing you two and a half seconds to throw the football, it's very slim for every single one of them to do their job. And God forbid you draw up a stunt because then that puts them on their heels to where they don't know who's coming from where and Bryce Young's already down on the ground. I do believe that Bryce Young would be a lot better if he had adequate protection. It's just something I believe watching him play, man. I I think that would fix a lot of the problems. I think the system has to get better, but I do think that that would even make Frank Reich and Thomas Brown a better play caller. No question. When your offensive line is playing well, that opens up your entire playbook for whatever you want to do. Everybody gets better. The receivers have to, but even so, when your offensive line allows adequate protection, everybody on the offense gets better. And they got to invest in it. You're Coach right. Jeff asked, what's an average PFF ranking for O-line guys? I mean, I would say for me, 70 is a baseline. Like, that that's a baseline. And, and that's not spectacular, but I'd say 75 and up. Just like uh, school and grade, 75 average. You know, C is average. Some people do the grading scale 10 points, so you started at 70. That's why I say for me, 70 is a baseline. Yeah, I know that. A lot of the offense, Taylor Moten's the only one that's close there. I know that. I mean, I'll give him a quick reference uh, when we get a second. We can keep pushing, but I know uh, if you look at, like, the Philadelphia Eagles and what their offensive line is, they're considered the best in the sport. So across the board, this is a line that you're talking about goes 84, 71, 85, 67, and 80 across their front. Yeah, it's, it's, it's bad all around. There's no doubt about it. All right, that'll do it for Live Wire.